First of all, Jedi, try not. Welcome to the Radical Existence Podcast. This podcast is part of a bigger movement, an online community where we cook together, move together, breathe together, and be together. The ideas you hear on the podcast are just the tip of the iceberg. If you want to join the conversation, head over to RadicalExistence.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate, and review. We appreciate you helping to share our message. Welcome back, Radical Ones. Today's podcast is one of those short and sweet kernels of wisdom. My name is Jennifer Kern, and the kernel of wisdom is a play on my last name. Did you catch that? Anyway... Today's topic is balance. More importantly, we are breaking down the phrase, I'm trying to find balance with. Actually, let's Mad Libs this one. I'm trying to find balance with fill in the blank. Some common things I hear, I'm trying to find balance with my diet. I'm trying to find balance with work and life. I'm trying to find balance with my relationship. First of all, Jedi, try not. As Yoda so eloquently puts it, do or do not, there is no try. If you are trying to find, that is the action. Trying to find. I picture Sherlock Holmes or Inspector Gadget following footprints that go round and round in a circle. Anyway, we don't want trying to find to be the action. We want balance to be the action. So start stating to yourself and your friends and family, I am practicing balance with my diet, my work life, my relationships. I am practicing balance in the decisions I make and the actions I take in the moment, during the day, in the week, throughout the month. Can you feel how that's different? Balance then becomes what you are doing, not what you are seeking. Okay, as a self-proclaimed expert mover, (laughs) insert hair flip, and a teacher of movement, I'm going to ask you to do a little experiment with me. If you are not able to actually physically follow along, you can at least imagine and recall from your previous movement experiences how this would feel. Okay, you ready? Lift your heels and balance on the balls of your feet, a.k.a. your tippy toes. You can stay on your tippy toes through the rest of this podcast. It'll be short and sweet, I promise. While we're here, let's slow it down for a few deep breaths. And guys, a deep breath is a slow, steady draw in through the nose for two, four, or six counts holding that deep breath that filled up the bottom part of your lungs up at the top. And with the same amount of control and time, let the breath out through the nose or the mouth, pausing at the empty breath and then filling up again. Side note, I noticed that even when asked to slow down, people still breathe relatively quick and shallow slow it down to the point that you are breathing uncomfortably slow. Okay, back to it. You may find that starting out this balance on your tippy toes, you feel fine. It's easy. 
And you know what? That may not be true for everyone. If you have injuries, are a heavier body, have lived on this planet for more than a handful of decades, just getting up to your tippy-toe balance might be a challenge. This I would metaphorically compare to having past traumas or socioeconomic obstacles, but we'll get to that another time. For the sake of this experiment, we're balanced. Anyway, after a few deep breaths, you start to settle in and then, dun dun dun, a few things can happen. You've gotten used to being on your toes. Your focus shifts to whatever the passing thought is, you disconnect from being present in your body, and you start to teeter. Maybe you even accidentally thump your heels down to the ground. If that's the case, lift those heels back up and try it again. Or, after a period of time, and it'll be different for every body, you start to fatigue. This could be in your physicality, like the actual strength of your muscles, or fatigue in your mind. Why are we even doing this anyway? While you're still balancing, think about what happened if you did the following things. Used a counter or another stable surface to help you. I'd bet you'd balance longer with something to lean on. What if you were doing this experiment with a friend? Would you be motivated to keep going longer? Would it be more fun? Would it possibly turn into a friendly competition? What about if you closed your eyes while you were doing this? Yikes, way harder. So I'm sure you started to catch my drift with those last three examples. Let's break it down though and apply them to practicing balance. We'll start with keeping your eyes open. What I'm metaphorically hinting at here is that it is hard to practice balance if you don't have clarity around what your definition of balance actually is. I believe this comes down to knowing your core values and applying standards to your behaviors. An example, you say you're done with dieting and restrictive eating, but you still label foods as clean and their counterparts as unhealthy. What if instead you defined situations, meals or occasions, where you would enjoy a sweet treat or take out or unlimited snacks? An example, I had some extra time to kill after work in Sausalito, California, which is a city just north of San Francisco. It has a quaint town center that overlooks the water and has cute little souvenir shops and candy stores. I was still full from the home-cooked dinner I had brought in preparation of this short break, so I strolled around for a while and after my walk decided it would be nice to grab a sweet treat for later. I purchased a dark chocolate almond cluster at one of the local stores and saved it to have later in the evening with my tea. Next scenario. I was at the grocery store last night. I had time to do a quick shop before my next online Zoom obligation, and bam, that's when I saw it. The giant purple Tony's candy bar. This is the one with the pretzel bits in it, and it is so yummy. I knew my body wanted it because I hadn't had dinner yet, and as all good bodies do when they need to refuel, they look for the fastest source of energy, which is usually in those processed, high-sugar foods. Note that I didn't say sustainable energy. Anywho, I opted not to get the candy bar because that's not within my standards of when I opt for high-sugar treats. 
especially since I'm coming from a place of restrictive eating and then binging cycles, buying that candy bar to have access to at home when I'm tired and hungry, I just don't want to go there. I was practicing balance. Moral of the story, you have to decide what's behind the behavior, what's behind your choices. This is the step beyond yes foods and no foods. It's living with intention and creating trust with yourself and essentially having your own back. Referring back to our tippy-toe balance practice, what happened to your balance when you placed your hands on the countertop? It became easier to balance because you had something to lean on. I get it. I know. Obvious. This, metaphorically speaking, represents your habits and your rituals. Life is going to throw you variables and curveballs. We know that. Most of the people I meet that say they're trying to find balance are the same people that jump onto restrictive diet plans, join a 30-day exercise challenge, and have that all-or-nothing way of thinking. Building strong habits and rituals helps you to effectively practice balance when life inevitably ebbs and flows. When you design a schedule and routine that aligns with your specific life situation, not one your favorite health guru told you to follow, but one that accounts for your natural energy cycle, your family dynamic, and your joy, when the going gets tough, you have an already built-in foundation of what to do to stay centered. I recently practiced this in my life with finding my 9-to-5 radical existence and free time life balance. So my 9-to-5 is built in, definitely a non-negotiable. Building radical existence is at the top of my priority list, and part of my deepest core values is having freedom with my time. As I worked my Monday through Friday job and then focused on radical existence on the weekend, I found that my deep desire for idle time wasn't being met. I started to feel drained, resentful, unmotivated, hopeless, It just wasn't working. I arranged my schedule and started to wake up earlier in the morning to get to focus on radical existence Monday through Friday. Sometimes I do a little work on Saturday morning, but I keep my weekends free for that treasured, restorative, idle time. You may oppose me with thoughts like, I have kids and a full-time job. It's way harder for me to practice a work-life parenting balance. My suggestion would be to look at the absolutes. Yes, you have kids and a full-time job. How can you work within those parameters to create something that agrees with you? These are the kinds of layers we peel back and get clear on with our work at Radical Existence. Okay, and finally, if you practice balance with a friend, how would that change the experience? Somewhere along the lines, our culture adopted the fake it till you make it mentality. We have to pretend like we have it all together. We have to go through hard experiences like grief, weight loss, recovery from addiction, managing stress, and a full-time family life, debt, all of these really hard life things alone with a smile on our face, pretending like we've got it all figured out. At the heart of the phrase, I'm trying to find balance, is a struggle, a feeling of dissatisfaction. What I've learned from my own experience is that it's a personal evolution that's getting ready to grow you. 
And as we know with growth spurts, they can be scary, vulnerable, uncomfortable, and oftentimes super painful. Having a compassionate, non-judgmental place to go, surrounded with people on the same journey, is invaluable. We built Radical Existence to be a place for you to heal and evolve into the next version of yourself, where you don't have to maintain the having-it-all-together front. You can get honest here with others and with yourself. Bonus. The last variable that affects practicing balance is time. At first, practicing a lengthy tippy-toe balance may challenge your physical and mental strength, but it will make you stronger. As time passes, you'll learn what works and what doesn't, and in the end, you'll be wiser. As you go on this journey, you'll learn what works and what doesn't, and from your experience, be able to share with others as they learn to practice balance too. And by sticking with it, you'll find that you are no longer practicing balance, but simply living with the ebbs and flows of life. Okay, now you can drop your heels. (laughs) 